turning my phone silent. Yeah, Sebi, you gotta turn that Sorry. phone silent. Wait, let me make sure I did that. Okay, I did. Oh, you know what I would say if I was in the Adams family? What? What? Oh. I've got to turn my bone on silent. Oh. <laughs> That's more like the Flintstones. They're creepy and they're kooky, <laughs> mysterious and spooky. They're all together, ooky. The Adams, the Adams family. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> I'm so happy to have this as the the January special. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to a very spooky episode. (laughs) Are there other lyrics to that song? I'm trying to... I don't think so. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's the the gist. You could do the rap. Oh, yeah, the rap at the end. Yeah, that that always really throws me (laughs) off whenever I watch that film. I never expect it, and then it hits me like a truck. Like, (laughs) Who who rapped that? It's very weird. (laughs) Uh, Is it the same dudes who did the Space Jam one? Or the Quad City DJs? I don't know. It sounded familiar. Um, um, okay, I'll look at it. Anyway. Adam's family. Oh, it was MC Hammer. There's one at the end of the first one. Oh, okay. oh wait, maybe oh, okay, the that first one. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It says Adam's Groove. Is it, oh, is that the one from the first one? I think they're <laughs> the same person. It sounded okay. really similar. Yeah. <laughs> They actually asked yeah, Tupac, was... and he was like, he was like really wanted to, but he was too busy. So they were like, okay, guess we can't. <laughs> um, welcome to Is It Whack, your favorite movie podcast about movies and their whackness. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Funke, and I'm joined by Adam. Of the Adams. Family, shit, I messed it up. Uh, yeah, my name is Adam. <laughs> Seb, I have to turn my bone off. <laughs> my catchphrase. <laughs> and our very special spooky guest, cousin Zoe. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Should I just speak like cousin it for the whole episode? Do you reckon that would be that would be a great bit that definitely oh, yeah. wouldn't get old? Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would be great I'm for an hour. I'm going to speak like thing. Yeah, like a full hour. People definitely tune in and be like, oh, I'm enjoying this. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> I love Cousin It. Yeah. Hannah and Nara are actually here, but they're speaking like thing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're just like doing that thing he does where he like flexes his fingers on like the shoulder of Debbie. They're just sat on everyone's shoulder right now. You just can't tell. Oh my gosh! Uh, who's your um, favorite so Adams we're... family member? Wait, can he just can I? Wow, this is a conversation for much later in the pod. No, we well, can start tough. it now. Yeah, I'm nah. going to consider this. I but... think it's good. Zoe, do you want more of an intro than that? You're <laughs> an accomplished uh, person. You're a film writer on 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 websites. Very... Holy shit! That's very kind of you to say. Uh, I. I'm feeling not it's very true. accomplished today, considering I I woke up at probably 5 p.m. But on other days I do things, so that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, give me give me Someone an intro. Describe you. <laughs> but 5 p.m. that's that's like uh, 9 a.m. here, so that's pretty early for us. Huh? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Hey, you're just you grinding uh, tomorrow. <laughs> um. Okay, off the record question. Uh, is Discord too laggy? Is that just I think Discord it's lagging or... a bit. Yeah. 
Okay, tell me when you hear Close. this. Speaking. I heard it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was that a big lag? I don't know. It's just a, I don't know how I could possibly gain any info from what I just did. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I guess it, it depends how I'm long it takes you to just process audio in your own brain. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it took me a second to really think about what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then I said, I heard it. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, like, just like to say as well, I, I'm really, I'm a really big fan of your Discord name. I'm assuming it's a School of Rocks reference. I'm a big fan. Very into that. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe not consciously, but I do like how it sounds, but that's probably from School of Rock. Yeah, Schneeble. Very good. That picture is so old. I have to change that. <laughs> this is a I very recent cool. photo of me, uh, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're so small. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that I can like, I don't know, use a computer and stuff. To be honest, like, <laughs> you gotta teach my cats how to I... do that. Damn, I'll try. <laughs> so we're. I assume we got back on the record at some point. Some point. Adam, yeah. good luck. Yeah, we're on the record <laughs> now. It sounds like we're not. We're not too. I think we can hear each other. Yeah, um, I think we're good. But uh, Seb, you're introing cousin Zoe. Yes, hello. <laughs> oh yes, I was. My bit was going to be someone describe you as, and then I was just going to read your Twitter bio. Ooh, <laughs> I like that part. A good chunk of it. I think the last part is in Japanese, so I'd love to. <laughs> You've set oh, yourself man. up for something interesting right. there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the 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 big thing is is you're studying Studio Ghibli, correct? I am, yeah. In, in I have, Lancaster. Yeah, I'm currently doing my masters, and I'm doing my I'm doing my dissertation on kind of Orientalist perceptions of anime. But I'm doing my PhD in September on Ghibli's adaptations of European texts. So I'm going to be a weeb doctor essentially, which is an interesting <laughs> career path. But <laughs> no, that that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, thank you. And uh, am I? Am I wrong? I might actually be wrong, but aren't you a Rotten Tomatoes certified critic? What? <gasps> oh no, I only, I don't get too excited. Only through certain websites. I am not individually certified as of yet, but I am but a member of the Online Association of Female Film Critics and Gallica, a society for LGBT plus critics. So I'm in, I'm in them, which means I've been getting yeah. sent, I've been getting sent screeners. And for some reason, the only company to send physical screeners at the moment is Netflix. Which is interesting, given that they're all on Netflix. <laughs> but I now have a physical copy of the soundtrack for the prom. So, like, wow, okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's, that's pretty more cool than that, we get. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool that you get the physical copies of. I, I assume Netflix doesn't even make DVDs, so. Oh no! Yeah, cool so it's have. it's kind of nice to just have them as like a little a little weird memento. Like I'm, I, I appreciate yeah. it. Though I've also the two other things they sent me. They sent me two giant hardback coffee table books. One for Trial of the Chicago 7 and one for Midnight Sky. So that's been interesting. Got oh. these like giant heavy packages and it was just this huge <laughs> book from Netflix. <laughs> I, mean, I think they're just, I think because Maybe. of the year that's happened, they're just kind of like, okay, we're actually in with a shot. Like, let's just push FYC as hard as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Hence the weird books. <laughs> Do you think it helped their case we... in your mind? I don't know if you're allowed to say that. 
I don't, I don't, I don't even know the myself. I don't know. They're I mean, they are essentially just kind of trying to bribe you. Uh, but <laughs> I suppose basically what it is. But honestly, I was just jealous because a critic that I know for got sent some sweets for Wolfwalkers, which is like my favorite film of the year so far. Whoa. So I was very jealous of that. He got official yeah. Wolfwalkers consumables. So. <laughs> Damn, Whoa. that's awesome. Yeah, very jealous. Uh. And Adam, the trial of the Chicago 7 was in the 70s. They can't help their case anymore. Ah. It's over. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> wow, I didn't even mean that pun, but that's. I'm mm-hmm. glad you picked up on that, Seb. Uh, that was just great. That was just great comedy. Well, <laughs> have you ever had an, an international guest for Is It Whack before? Uh I don't think oh, so. No. Good question. I'm bringing you into Continental. This is very exciting. That <laughs> yeah, this is worldwide. Now. Unfortunately, the country I'm bringing you to is England, but like. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone Still global. Another country. You've gone yeah. global fully, yeah. This is this is exciting. And the, yeah. the movie you brought in today, uh, yes. Adam's Family Values. Yes, it is a film I have watched a disgusting amount. I didn't even I I considered rewatching <laughs> it for this, and then I was like, I that's very unnecessary. There is like no requirement <laughs> for me to do that. It's 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 gonna be fine. How many so, times think, have you seen it? Oh god, I don't even know anymore. I think it's it's up there with like Austin Powers as one of the films I have watched the most. Oh, just as as a side note as well, Seb. Uh, I remember a few years ago, Benese asked me what my favorite film was when we were talking on Facebook Messenger and I panicked and I said Austin Powers. So I'm going to go on the record now and say I don't <laughs> think Austin Powers is my favorite film. Hmm. Cousin Benese. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Even even if it is one of the movies you've watched the most times. Yeah, I mean, it's, it has a place in my heart, but I don't know if I can sincerely put it as like one of my favorites, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Also, for some reason, Goldmember. Goldmember is the one I've seen the most. I don't know how that happened either. <laughs> I so think I'm that's how sure, I feel. I, I will say I'm pretty sure I first watched it when I visited Canada when I was like five. So I, I personally, I, I blame your like our side of the family for that. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember. Yeah. Uh, some older cousins uh, trying to push Austin Powers. On. Yeah, definitely. That that makes sense. I've never uh, seen one of those. Have you not? Oh, that they no. they've aged like actually not terribly. I think they've they've like they're not as I don't know. It's not like, like I tried to watch Animal House a few months ago for the first oh, time, God, and that yeah. was that was an interesting one. Yeah, Animal House is pretty much unwatchable. I think Austin Powers did the Borat thing where it's gone all the way yeah, around where it's so quoted. Yeah, that now it's kind of funny again. Yeah, to, to quote it. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't be cringe to quote Austin Powers anymore. Cringe is dead, as we all know. So yes, just yes. yeah, quote oh, yeah. Austin Powers as much as you desire. Yeah. I just cringe is I, dead. Oh yeah, it's been murdered a, a while ago. Oh no one. Told <laughs> yeah, do what you you can get out. You can get out the furry gear and stuff now. It's it's, it's all good, man. You can do what you want to do. Yeah, I I feel like I didn't Finally. watch Austin Powers because. I felt like the joke already came and went, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm late to the party." I don't know. Yeah. Now the joke's back. But the jokes yeah, are the back. The joke's definitely back. You can come back to the That's party hilarious. now. I'm on my way. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what it did to my sense of national identity because I really thought that I, I did just think that he was English for a really long time. I didn't question that element Wait, of it not? at all that he was pretending to be English. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this oh. is how we are," <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't seen the movie like. since Have I was a kid. Of... Wait, is the character not uh, English? No, the actor's not English. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Johnny English. Oh, yeah. Johnny English <laughs> is just the poor man's Austin Powers. I've, yeah. I think I, I wrote an article about that ages ago, actually. I saw John, I just saw the third Johnny English and got so angry that I wrote an essay about it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've never seen the Johnny English films, but that it always seemed weird to me because it's like it it was like a rip on Austin Powers, but Austin Powers is already uh a like a rip on James Bond. I don't think it was it yeah. was a parody. But it's, it's I think it was enough... just another worse parody of. Yeah, Bond. it's not even oh, really okay. a parody. It's it's basically just yeah. like look, he's Bond, but he's like not very good at being Bond because like Austin right. Powers isn't like bad at his job. He's just kind of weird. It's just like a weird universe. But Johnny mm-hmm. English is just like, what if James Bond except like Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Not a to be confused with Bean Dad from yesterday, just to clarify, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time to get into no, Bean. It's not Someone it. explained that to me yesterday night, and I was like, wow, you read the whole thing. <laughs> that long ass thing. I, sometimes I see th- uh, Twitter threads and I just open it, then I close it, and I go about my day. <laughs> and I, de- I decided not to read that one. Yeah, no, I, I woke up. It was the first example. thing I saw. I read through it. I, I poked my boyfriend, Adam, who was sleeping next to me. and was like, look at this. He read the first two, saw how long it was, just sighed and rolled over and went back to sleep again. Wait, what is, what is this? I don't I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Oh, God. The guy, he, <laughs> he, he, he death? wanted to teach his daughter how to use a can opener because she was hungry. And instead of teaching her, he just made her do it until she figured it out and it took six hours she's nine it took okay. six hours and then he tweeted about he tweeted it about it as like, like a, a proud parenting, parenting moment. thing yeah oh everyone got mad at him yeah and then but then like people found loads of like anti-semitic stuff on his profile and he deleted his oh, account no. which i think is just that's just the twitter trajectory at this point isn't it like you, you become the main character yeah. for it then they find out that for some reason you've just tweeted like the most abhorrent things for no reason yeah <laughs> very strange Anyway, Adam's family values. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who's your favorite member of the Adams family, everyone? Oh, yes. Yes. See, I think I'm a big I, I mean, especially for this episode, like I think I I think I have to say Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think she I think she like kind of commits to it most, you know. I feel like Gomez and Morticia could have been raised in some kind of environment where they were had to be more normal, but it feels like Wednesday was just born within it, you know. She's like the perfect representation right. of an Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also things good cuz he's a little hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things is good cuz he's a little hand. I mean, it's great because, you know, he goes <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but in terms of the core family, I mean, yeah, probably Wednesday. I love them all, though. I think everyone actually pops, which is rare in yeah. an ensemble. I like Lurch. I think they oh, should yeah, do more good. with Lurch in these movies. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot to do, does he? That's And it's a great looking guy. Like, they just found a guy that looks like that. Like, it's not even, like, yeah. makeup. Yeah, and it's like a thing. They just, like, found a hand that was, like, doing that. And they were like, damn, <laughs> what an opportunity. <laughs> Okay, do you have a favorite? I think my favorite is Thing, but I was just like, what is his relation to the family? Is, yeah, yeah. Is he like, is he like, I mean, I don't want to say that he's like a pet because we don't really understand yeah, his what... level of intelligence or anything, do we? Like, But he kind of acts he seems like, he seems a, like pet. a dog. Yeah. 
Yeah, because there's the bit where he, he like humps Debbie as if he is a dog. And it's kind of right. like, what does that mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. But he also commun. Oh, maybe this is in the first one. I watched the first and second one both yesterday because I never seen them. Ah. But um, I think I think it's in the first one. He like fully communicates yeah. that someone's in danger by tapping on like. Oh yeah, stuff. yes we. So like he is smart. Oh, but that's that's not good with the whole humping the shoulder thing though, because that just means that he's <laughs> he's not a dog. He's just really creepy. Yeah. He's yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah, thing aware. is cancelled. God. Thing, first one cancelled <laughs> in this one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the characters are implied, like, murderers and, and child murderers, and, like, I think yeah. if you really dig into it... Yeah, there's the, there's uh, the aren't, you, aren't you a lady killer acquitted people. line with Gomez. Such a good joke. <laughs> yeah, that is a good joke. <laughs> Best joke, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna posit it now. Best joke in the whole film that really killed me and my mum when we first saw it is uh debbie asking where do you find these adams men and morticia saying it has to be damp <laughs> yeah it's a good joke that's a great bit i really like it oh there's so many good jokes though this thing's stuffed mm-hmm. uh, it's great it's good stuff sonnenfeld he he nailed it it's a great I, film i don't think i'd ever seen it before this but i've seen so many screenshots in uh, like on tumblr and stuff when i use that a lot and i was like oh this movie seems very dark uh like what is it about but it i don't know it was very charming um and i liked its its viewpoint and the stuff that it was like digging at yeah um, definitely it's like it feels like it's it, it's it's trying to it's trying to say something which i think is interesting because i watched the um the more recent adam's family film a few months ago and like that just kind of did the whole like no people people are trying to be sunshine and happy and conventional and they don't want to be thing but it didn't yeah. really go beyond that and it just feels kind of like a wasted opportunity you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah i forget about that's like the animated one yeah and that's that's the one where they got they got oscar isaac to voice gomez and it's like but oscar oh. but he'd be like the best like live action gomez Right, it's very disappointing. It's like a wasted opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And that that had uh, Elsie Fisher as Wednesday, I believe, who I'm I'm a big fan of. So, oh, that's yeah. cool from eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we we can talk, uh, Chris? Why this was brought to us? We could do summary corner. We could talk about Barry Sonnenfeld. Which way do uh, we well, want to go? We gotta start with the sub summary corner. Yeah. Oh, if if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> could could you sing a song? Yes. Seb. Seb. Summary. He's in the corner. <laughs> and he's sebbing it up. I'm just making it spooky. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an extra spooky one. Nice, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was really good, actually. Not bad. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very quickly, this is Adam's Family Values. This is a sequel to the first Adam's Family. And in, in both movies, the Adam's Family are weird, um, you could say spooky or, or even kooky family. <laughs> Altogether ooky? That, yeah, that are, you know, uh, borderline supernatural. Some are, are fully supernatural, but mostly just kind of morbid and weird. Um, and in this one, uh, there's a couple different storylines happening. Um Uncle Fester uh, is lonely, and he is being 
uh, tricked by a woman known as the Black Widow. Uh, what's her name? Debbie. Debbie Jelinski. Yeah. Great character. Debbie Jelinski. Yes. Um, who is uh, after him for his money and wants to kill him. And uh, yeah, as part of that plan, she sends the kids who are onto her, uh, uh, Wednesday and Pug- Pugsley, to a very chipper camp where they don't fit in and they, they are trying to escape. That's kind of the two main things, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I think, I mean, I've heard, I've heard the Fester plot be referred to as the main plot, and I, I guess it is, but honestly, I think the, I don't know, I don't know about how the screen time divides up, but I always kind of think of the Wednesday one as having pretty equal value in the film at the summer yeah. camp. I think people talk about the camp thing way more. Yeah, it's, there's a lot more going on there, I yeah, think. Yeah, there's, there's just... fire Yeah, explosions. God, yeah, there's like, they, yeah, they kind of, they like, maybe kill some kids, not really sure. <laughs> Cook like... a couple teachers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, put them in, like, an open fire. Yeah. No, there's a lot more going on with that plot. I think that, yeah, the Festa plot's just kind of, like... I mean, it's basically the same plot as the first film, where it's, like, Festa is, like, being manipulated by some evil woman. And yeah, then yeah. but at least in this no one... Longer. At least in this one, though, Fester is is conscious of who he is, and he's actually like a part of the family. The first one, it's like I, I'm trying to remember. I watched it a couple months ago. Oh yeah, uh, they like they weird. tried to get him to pretend to be Fester, but then it kind of just transpires that and he is Fester. Out, yeah, it turns out he yeah, actually it's is really Fester. weak plotline. Yeah, and, and it's like stu- very yeah contrived. Yeah, it's very contrived and and odd and. Uh, and yeah, like that one was a lot of fun just because like it's you know. This cool production design, the the world they create is great. I love the family so much, and uh, you know it seems like a really loving, accepting family, and I just have a great time uh, being around them. But uh, yeah, it's almost yeah. like in spite of the plot, this one is is. I mean, this one's great. I don't know. We'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, this one, the plot is just so much more solid. Like it feels like you kind of like the first one in spite of the plot. Like every so often, that like. The mother mm-hmm. character comes back in, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, she's still here. We got to, we got to do this." But yeah, the Adam's family values kind of just it, it just rolls with it, you know. It lets them be weird. It doesn't kind of like doesn't kind of stop to have people shocked reactions. It kind of just lets it happen. Yeah, I would say I I love uh, Christopher Lloyd's performance, but I still think Fester as a character is the weakest part of the series. Really? And I almost think he, he starts to drag things down here. Why? Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's just so inactive. Like he's just like Yeah, he kind of gets passed around, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like I get that he's lonely, but it seems like he's just willing to do anything for Debbie because he's horny. And then Yeah, I was going to say I did not realize when I was young how relentlessly horny these films are. Like Jesus Christ. Like between like <laughs> Festa and Morticia and Gomez, like I just did not pick up on that, and then I rewatched them, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is, it's like Hocus Pocus levels of like relentlessly horny for a kids' film. <laughs> <laughs> Morticia and Gomez are so horny the entire time, but you know yeah, just they seem the like time. they have a very healthy relationship. They're and in I'm love. Very happy for them. Yeah. yeah, they're doing yeah, they're it's, doing it's great. Beautiful. They're just also like, but like I think it's the only family film I can think of that just explicitly references like BDSM. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably true. Yeah, it's an odd one. But um, but yeah, I, I just felt like 
even at the end, the end isn't Fester like coming to his senses or anything. He just gets rescued by Thing and then a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the baby like just kind of like a Rube Goldberg thing and just ends up saving them somehow. Which rules? Yeah, I didn't even really understand. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it's like an I, abs. yeah, yeah, it's an, it can do it, you know. Oh, I forgot about this the plot as well with the with the baby becoming like good. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I guess that's the third thing. Yeah, because yeah, the baby gone. looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a little a baby, mustache like a lot. A baby. Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you on uh the fester point. I do like that um. Like the the big uh, I guess emotional uh, conflict for him is like I'm really horny, so I want to stay with my wife, who I assume loves me, <laughs> or you know I got this loving family that I uh, I don't want to abandon. That's that's a great. But I know, and also I and also I I watch Morticia and Gomez anyway, apparently, which is explicitly referenced. <laughs> yeah. So I could just go back to doing what? that. That's that line he has where he says about like. I've watched through like keyholes and corners yeah. or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Man. like really. I must have missed that. Ew. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, it's a very strange. She film. does also when she like talks about like never having experienced physical love, which is another weird thing for a family movie. <laughs> and he's like with another person. Yeah. So like it makes you think of him. Checking. Yeah, which is not an image I ever needed, really. <laughs> It's not something I asked for going into Adam's family values. No. <laughs> I mean, and there's the bit where he kind of has, he does like the O face where he's like, when they're on the honeymoon. I always hated that. that that's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Why were they like, they were like the first film, it was like, okay, so we got Fester and we got his mum and he's like, remember the family now? And then the, the next film just posits the question, what if he was relentlessly horny? And then that's how they base the whole plot. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's strange. It it almost feels like Debbie is actually the main character of that plot and is making all the decisions. And I thought it was going to go into a thing of her trying to kill him in all these different ways. But she kind of she tries once and then she's kind of like, OK, I'll live with you. For yeah, a I guess I'll just try and. Make well, no, the I guess she tries again a bit more. Yeah. 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 And then it's a bomb. Yeah. Why does she think Which the bomb doesn't will hurt work? him? Because she just kind of destroys. Yeah, all and then the it's like she's pointing like. <laughs> Right. And she's pointing the gun at him at the end. It's like, if he survives a bomb, then he'll probably be okay. Yeah. And there's the whole, and to be fair as well, there's the whole thing with the electric chair where it's like, that's like a gag in the first film, isn't it? Where it's like, Wednesday puts Pugsley in the electric chair oh, and does yeah. it, and he's like, fine. But then that's like the main threat of the end of the second film is like that they're going to somehow die from the electric chair. But they all seem right. pretty relaxed about it. I didn't think, I thought they were like, they're you like, know, yeah, we're we'll going to be, be fine. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Well, I was, I was, I will say, I was saying, um, kind of before the podcast began, that I think the, the reason I have put forward Christina Ritchie is because she just needed the one try, you know, like she didn't need all these attempts to be the best Hollywood Chris. She mm-hmm. just was in like this <laughs> one series and like two films and just immediately proved it, and then never had to do anything ever again, you know. Like Ooh. it's just one of those like. One of those situations of perfect casting. Like, I can't think of... A, I struggle to think of another situation of better casting than Christina Ritchie as Wednesday. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I think the whole yeah. series. Yeah, it's just they did it, like, uh, perfectly. So well cast. Yeah. Everyone's perfect. Mm-hmm. 
That's probably the Sorry, best I thing about it. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I can't think of a better casting in any movie ever. You're probably right. <laughs> well, yeah, but, that's I mean, the Christina reason. Re- yeah. She plays the I love Christina Ricci. I mean, she's in, my favorite, she's in my favorite movie, Speed Racer, uh, and she rules in that. I said you were going to reference that. <laughs> of course it's going to reference It's my favorite movie. We're talking about Christina. What are you going to not reference it? <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm I'm not even going to try and make a case for Christina Ricci in a single other film. I just, just, Adam's family alone is enough. That's all she needs. I agree. I like that she, she, she really feels the, I guess, dark cartoony vibe of the whole thing. Um, and she's like, she has a lot of asides and stuff and other characters don't notice it. Uh, it's, it's very fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like she's kind of just every, every moment of her interacting with like the park counselors who I think one, one of them is, uh, the, the one from Mamma Mia, right? Whose name escapes me. Christine Zorinsky. Oh, another Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's I, She always gets trotted out with, uh, whenever on Twitter they do, who's the best Hollywood Chris? It's always the same. And at the end, someone goes, I think it's Christine Baranski. And everyone gives them awards. Oh, that's a good, I mean, we're, we're, we're two for two here then, aren't we? I mean, we've got, we've got two of the best Hollywood Chris's in a single film. Oh, you're so right, actually. Christopher Lloyd, too. Pretty good Chris. Oh yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh my oh, God! That's true. This is like this is the dream. This is the put. We don't. You don't need to. This series ends here, guys. You've covered three <laughs> in a single episode. Whoa, Kristen Hooper Can and Christopher Hart are also in this. What? Who are they? Dang. Hubert <laughs> Adams Damn, we got five and things. Oh, oh Hubert is the baby. Oh yeah. my God! This is just the. This is incredible. I can't believe what we stumbled upon here. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> one of the crissest movies of all time it is Barry oh, Sonnenfeld made that and he was like I'm I'm done I'm gonna go make Nine Lives now which I did not realize he <laughs> made the film Nine Lives that was his last movie yeah, yeah. god also made some great movies though. I'd love to say that the sandwich of his career because you've got you've got Adam's Family and Men in Black in the middle is like pretty great films but it began with him directing porn and ended with him directing Nine Lives <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's uh, that's a eclectic career. That's a good. Hey, he was a DP also uh, between directing porn and uh, directing Adam's Family. Yeah, he, for he the, like, like the a Coen bunch Brothers, of like right? Coen Brothers movies. Yeah, some Rob Reiner films. Like uh, um, yeah, big time wild, DP. Wild Wild West. With yeah, Will Smith. yeah. I made Wild. Oh yeah, he directed. He also that made Get too. Shorty. Get Shorty's a really good movie. Yeah. Just th- throwing that in there. Put that in the sandwich. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> it's, like a, it's an interesting sandwich. Get shorty. It's a, it's a really good uh, mob movie comedy. Ooh, but yeah, I, I, sandwich. I, I guess this is uh, going back a little bit, but just talking about Christina Ricci and uh, Wednesday Adams specifically. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's really good. It's the perfect level of like. Um, I don't know. She's she's uh, obviously an outsider. Uh, but the movie is never doing that thing, uh, Zoe, that you described the animated film doing, where it's like the world just is too normal and you're just too weird and the world <laughs> just doesn't accept your uh, weirdness. It's I don't really know what yeah. point I'm trying to make, but I feel like she like strikes this really uh, incredible balance between like she's obviously weird. She's obviously an outsider, 
Uh, anyone who's kind of feels like that can identify with her. But she's also like, uh, especially at the camp, like rightfully calling out a lot of shitty things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she's, she doesn't have like the inability to navigate the more normal world by any means. Like right, I feel like yeah, that's the yeah. issue with the animated film. It kind of implies that like they just can't function in regular society. And it's like, I think right. it's more that they just kind of choose not to. They just don't really want to. Like she's kind of forced into this situation where she has to be there. And she's not having a great time and she's trying to get out, but she can also, I don't know, she like kind of like messes with them. She has a good time, you know, just messing with them and like changing things and like, she kind of, and she like finds her own little sect of like outcasts too. It's not just like it's her and then everyone else. And she's so Mm -hmm. confident in her sense of self. Like it's, yeah, it's not like this movie where, oh, we're these outsiders, like we're trying to step into the world that doesn't accept us. Uh, You know, she and the rest of the Adams are very much like, no, this is who we are. We're confident in it, and uh, that's that's a beautiful thing. And and you know, we this film, uh, the first one, was originally supposed to be directed by Tim Burton, which I think like he would have done a lot more of uh, that route, where it's like them struggling to uh, be accepted by the world and yada yada. Yeah, I like, like that these films are just like no, they they're who they are, and it's a it's a wonderful thing, and they have each other, and that's great. Yeah, like I think I like I I feel like I'm more of a more of a Burton apologist than most. But even then, oh, I, I, like I think Burton. it's a bit too on the nose, isn't it, for him? I feel like he kind of works better yeah. when he's given a more weird yeah. project as opposed to just like, look, they they wear black. Can you do something with this? <laughs> like he's such an obvious choice for this. It's just like, yeah, give him the Adams Family movie. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. Sorry, I interrupted. It'd probably been very annoying. Yeah, just a bit much. Like. But I, 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 yeah, I am definitely more of an apologist than most. Like, I, I, I don't know. I can, I enjoy Dark Shadows. That's like my darkest secret. I really like Dark Shadows. <laughs> I like Dark Shadows too. <laughs> what? I do. I the it's... first like forty-five minutes of that movie, I think, is great. Uh, after that, it's okay. But I think that the like fish out of water, like he's uh this old, uh, what is it, vampire, and now he's in modern times. A lot of the comedy, and that's really good. Yeah, and there's like I think there's like cool production design. There's like kind of like a there's kind of an atmosphere going on at the at the start at least. I think I think there's something there, you know. It's like the plot's like weak as hell. But it's kinda of, I think the stuff around the plot's pretty decent. Oh, uh, what is that movie? Oh I've never heard of it. <laughs> really? Dark Shadows. It's like it's based on a I think it's is the soaps from the seventies, I think. Um, yeah, it's like a, a yeah. gothic soap, which I'm so sad doesn't exist anymore because that sounds incredible. It's just like a soap opera but with <laughs> vampires and stuff in that just aired on daytime TV. So it's <laughs> it's based on that, which like again, kind of obvious timber and material. Um, mm. I think a lot of people are upset by it because it's one of those shows that has like a really intense cult following. So him kind of taking that and turning it into a Tim Burton film, I think that kind of didn't get the best reaction out of people. Mm-hmm. But like, as as someone who hadn't really watched the show or anything and went into it, just it, it was fine. It entertained me, you know. It was good. It had it has. I I like the the soundtrack's good. It's like a little again. It's like a little obvious maybe because it's like set in the seventies. It's like Alice Cooper is in it. I will add. He appears and performs a song, so that puts it up into the echelons of like Wayne's World <laughs> for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. I, I haven't think. seen it since. Since it came out, I remember just thinking it was kind of a mess. But I was like in grade nine. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it is fully just a mess. <laughs> it's a mess, but I love it. Like, 
I can accept it. Adam's Family Values, I will go on record saying Adam's Family Values is a better film than Dark Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my final think, statement. Uh, like. <laughs> just thinking about what you guys are saying about Wednesday, I was almost thinking she almost has like the Bugs Bunny rule of like, she has to kind of be provoked. Like she's never mm. outwardly hostile until she's like fully trapped in the play. Like she's just trying to leave. Yeah, she's and, just kind uh, of existing. Her and like, her she crew just, just want to be go back home. left alone. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. And they get yeah, and they like they put her in the in like the Disney hut and things when she's bad, which I like. <laughs> and there's that there's that really there's that very strange, very prescient gag with the I've forgotten the name of the boy that she that she likes. I've forgotten his name, but the bit where he where he like screams at the Michael Jackson poster on the wall. Yeah. And the scene ends. Very bizarre. No, no explanation. You just no, look at just scared. <laughs> Cut. Very scared of the Michael Jackson poster, and we just kind of expect be like, oh yeah, okay, cool, and then move on. Yeah, what I you, love I th- that kid. I think that was just supposed to be like it was like a. It's like the most popular. Like a normie thing. Yeah, norm, yeah. normie thing. Okay, because it's it's a he very but cringe. then that's a very strange reaction to like a like a normie thing like just straight not like not exasperation like fear like honestly he's to so God, weird fear. it's scary yeah like when he sees the normal thing he's like ah yeah, no God <laughs> I love uh, David Crumholtz that actor yeah I I saw him in something else recently and I'm I'm trying to remember what it was like, he just showed up really briefly I'm just gonna I'm gonna look it up real he's in, quick um ten things I hate about you he's in Freaks and Geeks he's in uh, Serenity uh Harold and Kumar I think that guy looks oh he's that guy yeah oh my god actually this is Kumar. this I... is this is bad I saw him in the Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's good in the Santa Claus. Yeah, he's like the the elf. elf. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I did not realize that was their stoner roommate. You though. (laughs) In uh, in Harold and Kumar. Ah. Oh, like at the beginning. The the other duo that lives together, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're across the hall or whatever. Very good. I really yeah, I like him as like a as like a foil to Wednesday. I think he's really good. I, I like that he's kind of like she's kind of indestructible and he's just like I am allergic to absolutely everything and then for some reason she's <laughs> kind of weirdly attracted to that. Oh, I like that. They're kind of two sides of the same of coin. Per- yeah, and that's kind of what makes him so perfect for the Adams family. I love that it's just like we see one person who, you know, feels like an outsider in this uh uh normie world. Uh <laughs> And we see them kind of be like, oh, yeah, this is a nice little nice little family here where I can feel welcomed in my uh, in my outsider-ness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though I will say, I, like, what do you they think didn't... happens to him at the end there? Because it ends very abruptly on... They do the whole thing where she's like, oh, I'm, I would scare my husband to death. And then the hand <laughs> comes out of the grave, like Debbie's hand, and he gets really scared and oh, yeah. she smiles and then the film ends. Weird. And it's like, does he die? Is that the implication? I think I think that she just like rigged the arm to come up and was like, ah, yeah, for, I think she's scared. Yeah. But I don't think he's dead. I hope not. <laughs> I know he's pretty he's pretty fragile. But I... Like he, has, he might have gotten him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's an original kind of idea, and I'm glad they didn't go the obvious thing of having another goth boy or having, like, a more conventional, like, I don't know, like, blonde kid or whatever that she's unexpectedly wooed by. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a pretty uh, interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, and I really, yeah, I like the scene as well of the, where they're calling out the names for the play, and they go to the outcasts, and they're just kind of the row of, like, the miserable-looking kids who yeah. just have to be put into it, and they're just, like, just having a horrible time, and they're, like, mispronouncing all of the names of the kids who aren't white, and it's just, like, relentless. God. Yeah, it was like, anyone who's not blonde, here you go, enjoy this part. <laughs> and I don't know, I like that they rebelled at the end, because that camp was shit, honestly. The, dis- yeah. the vibes were so off, and... Yeah, I don't know. They, they, I, I like the gags where they're talking about it being like the overly privileged camp, and like yeah. the, those, those, what are the, the camp counselors were just so excited to a degree where it was just, it was annoying. It honestly was kind of disturbing. I was, yeah, I was, I was fine with uh, Wednesday, um, roasting them. Though I will say, I'm, I, I, I find it literally roasting them on a spit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like. Do you have, so I don't really know much about like camps because we just don't really have them in England. Like, what are they? Do you do you guys have been to summer camp type things? Uh, I didn't go to like sleepaway camp like that. I did similar things. Kind yeah, of. I'm in that same boat as well. I mean, sleepaway camp. That's a that's a great movie. To be fair. <laughs> yeah is that a slasher or something. Oh my god, go, go in. It's on YouTube. Watch it. Don't look up anything about it. It, it's got like the best twist in film history. Just watch it. It's incredible. Okay. Just do that. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I just, it was never really, it was never really a thing at all here to go to camp. So I think watching it when I was young, I found it especially strange. Like it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a particularly like obnoxious camp out of the camps you might be aware of. It was more just like, what is this entire concept? <laughs> Yeah, I never went to camp either, but I, I assume this is pretty accurate. I assume they're all very racist. Yeah. <laughs> I get these vibes from I, camp. Just like the, oh boy, let's do this. Let's run around here. Yeah, we, I no. think we're too depressed in England to do that kind of thing. It's just not the vibe at all. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine a single English person being like, oh boy, camp. Like, it's just not really how anyone rolls here, for better or worse. Like, do y'all have a, a-, a whole country of atoms? <laughs> <laughs> everyone yeah everyone it's just a full country of adams is yeah <laughs> yeah they exist in canada but i think it's like more of a i don't know maybe this is just this is actually entirely based on what i have seen in movies uh that it just seems like it's like a formative thing you do as a kid you you gotta go to camp mm-hmm. yeah in america but i have no idea uh yeah. because i only know that from the movies yeah but lots of my friends uh did long-running camps and you know are still friends with uh the people they they knew from camp and and it was you know really i don't think it like doesn't exist here like, yeah I mean, it's, lots of people it's trickled it. over because yeah i have i have friends who are counselors or were counselors in the summer and do that thing but i, I it's still just like i don't know it's not worth also like the the amount you get to work there it doesn't make sense like they are ripping you off in in canadian summer yeah like i i know some i have some (laughs) friends who like went to america to help out at these camps actually and they honestly they had pretty bad experiences some of them they kind of just like Mm -hmm. were used basically 
for very little pay right. like it seems to be yeah so so i mean if barry sonnenfeld was trying to push that camps are bad then like i'm i'm on board you know i'm not into camps myself <laughs> yeah as like as one of as the kid who would like get nervous at sleepovers and like have to go home never appealed to me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i think uh, I respect wednesday here the camp i think is another place where it's like just shows how well cast everything is because i think it'd be so easy for those characters to tip over into cartoons which they kind of are it's a cartoony world but they still are recognizable as people and i think the yeah. actors do such a good job yeah like amanda like she's in she's in the first film as well isn't she and i was never sure if she was meant to be the same character or not is, is that moment in the first oh, film she? with the girl scout um oh, yeah and it's the same i'm, I'm very sure i'm pretty certain it's the same actress but i'm not entirely sure I if it's intended right. to be the same girl or not because if so that's great but like it's a great joke it's like she asked for lemonade with real lemons and then wednesday's like does your girl scout cookies have real girl scouts in oh yeah. yeah and she gets all disgusted <laughs> i just i love the idea that she like maybe she sees wednesday at the camp and she's like oh no it's her again like <laughs> <laughs> But that girl is good. Like, she does a good job really of being good. like this. Like, when she's, like, overacting drowning yeah. and stuff. I yeah. want to be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the victim. <laughs> oh, that's great. Also want to shout out the script by this guy, Paul Rudnick. And I only noticed his name because I just saw this movie called in and out And maybe I'm problematic. But I think that movie's really, really good. I might do it on this podcast. It's about a... It's The premise is so good, I think. It's based on a real thing where when Tom Hanks won the Oscar for Philadelphia, he thanked his teacher, who was gay, but he outed the teacher on, like, national TV. Um, Oh, God. And so this movie is, like, about a character that happens to, but he's... um, well, I, I don't know. I, I think we, we should watch the movie. But it's just really well written. And I was like, oh, it's the same guy. Oh, that's very interesting good, to me. I'm just writer. reading about what he, what else he's done. And he also, he also made the, the, we wrote the remake of Stepford Wives, which is a very poor oh. remake. It's like, a re- <laughs> it's like a really, <laughs> really terrible remake. Like just to throw out, to throw out spoilers. Uh, unless you care about spoilers for the Stepford Wives remake. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, no wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, at the end, it turns out that like it was a woman who was doing it all, and it's kind of like, but isn't oh, doesn't that just like doesn't that just kind of ruin the point of the whole film though? Like the whole point is it's like this second wave feminist satire thing, and in the remake they're just like, actually, it was this woman who did it because she was like she was mad. Because, like, we know, we know so, the kind of, we know the, the women are kind of crazy, right? So, like, it makes sense that she would do something <laughs> like that, you know? The premise of Stepford Wives, it's like a get out sort of thing. Like, they're, all the women are, like, hypnotized. Yeah, they're, they're, like, kind of, I think they're taken and turned into, like, robots. Oh. Yeah, they get kind of, yeah, they, they like, get. I don't know if they get killed or whether their kind of brains get implanted or but they get like kind of transformed like into perfect women like subservient housewife right. types but but yeah the idea that they were doing because they that's how the first one goes and then the remake it's like oh no but it was a woman doing it but like 
for a very for a very weak motivation and it's kind of like it just well why even make a satire if you're gonna do that you know yeah it sounds like it's interesting because yeah like because the satire in adam's family values is kind of solid yeah definitely yeah i I think so yeah so it's interesting that he would it's interesting to me that he did both of them really Mm -hmm. should we talk about the uh the satire and the uh the play and and all that yeah i'm happy to get into that yeah (laughs) the play was a trip definitely (laughs) i mean which one which who have you like seen it before before the podcast i i never i had not seen it never seen this None seen of you had ever seen it. No. Ah, so that must have that must have come as like, yeah, that's more of a surprise. Because like in in my head, it's like, oh yeah, the play. But like, if you're not expecting it, it's kind of goes kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've t- heard it discussed a lot on the internet before, and this movie in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I see uh, Funke saw a lot of screenshots on Tumblr, but on Twitter even, like I, I feel like Debbie and the play and Wednesday come up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this scene I'd seen before, or clips of it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the outfits from the scene, but I didn't know like what was going on. Um, but the context of the play itself, I was like, oh, God. I- <laughs> this seems like exactly <laughs> the sort of thing that would go on at a camp like this. Um, yeah. And oh, it just made me so uncomfortable, and like everyone in the audience like liking the first half of it, too. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's well, funny. I think there are, there are definitely some points as well where kind of... As as hard as it goes in, you are kind of like, is this maybe a little out of this out of this film's depth? Is this a little out of like Christina Ritchie and yeah. the screenwriter's depth, like doing all of this? Yeah, yeah, because it does. I mean, it does still kind of lean into the whole like, like they're doing, they're like, they're they're kind of impression of like Native Americans is a little leaves a little to be desired. Yeah, we'll say. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't have to paint the, uh, their skin. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't need that. to do all that. They didn't need yeah. to do like a good <laughs> chunk of what they did, but like, but I guess in kind of in the context of them making that point and kind of being like, okay, this is how you see us. I guess we'll just kind of play up to that and just mess with you. Then I, I kind of get it from that mm. angle. No, it's an interesting yeah. one. It's it's definitely very well intentioned. It just <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, and not to make excuses for it, it was the '90s, and people still yeah. like celebrate Thanksgiving as if it's some great this moment cheery... in American history. So yeah, it, it, I, I think it's still uh, yeah. the The intention is very clear. I think that uh, the speech still works, uh, and it's you know cathartic when they burn everything down. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, no. Well, I, yeah. Also, just about like Canadian. What's the difference between American and Canadian Thanksgiving? Because I don't really know much about Canadian Thanksgiving. I feel like Canadians don't care as much, oh, and it's like a month earlier. <laughs> okay. I don't know why it's a month earlier. Yeah, that's. Is it like based on a different thing happening, or is it? Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, yeah. I, okay. So like, yeah. I should know. <laughs> We've established uh, that it basically uh, doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Thanksgiving fell off a while ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Um, but I still eat a big meal. I guess that day. Um, yeah. Thanksgiving went the way of cringe. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, it seems like Americans are hyped as hell on it. And and in this yeah, movie they as well. seem very into it. 
Yeah, I mean, we don't really... Loki Dust is a great song. We've celebrated Thanksgiving, like, occasionally (laughs) here, just because my mum really wants to, like, buy a turkey and eat a lot of food. But I know nothing Mm. about it. She just kind of, like, is like, yeah, it's Canadian Thanksgiving. I know nothing about it, but here is is a turkey, you know? (laughs) Like, that works. Well, you guys acknowledge that Edas is a great song and that it slaps. <laughs> yeah, it was before we finished right. this song. Yeah. It it got weird to me. I think at the start I was like, oh that's funny. That is the turkeys are I just really, playing. I love how just dis- Oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I love I love that the one shot of how disgusted the parents are when he goes up <laughs> and he's like, eat me. Yeah. <laughs> something about that they're like they're really upset <laughs> in this the director's vision like the turkeys are just they want to be eaten like this and that's what upset me that they were yeah. just like eat me eat me dare, like, that's dare the I twisted, say vo, but that's the twisted like... uh, world view of the director and of like uh, many people where it's like uh, I don't know the play was supposed to be this like the way things are yeah, exactly, and everything's for the benefit of the pilgrims, the white pilgrims, and I don't know. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was a peaceful meeting with the Native Americans, and uh, whatever happened, they wanted it to happen. It was fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, they even, and they have the lines about, like, oh, but we, we have shampoo, ha, 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 and they all, like, laugh and say how uncivilized they are, and it's, like, very... It's, like, interesting how on the nose they go with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's. I not, think yeah. the whole thing wouldn't work nearly as well if Christina Ritchie didn't go so hard. Like she's like so like, like unflappable. You know. Like I think if she kind of wasn't, didn't seem as tough, it wouldn't work nearly as well. But like when she comes down and just like lights the match, and it's like, oh my god, like she's gonna kill these people. Like <laughs> <laughs> she does commit to it. It's very nice. Yeah, like, I think she's... That might be, like, one of the... I, I'm just going to look up how old she was when they filmed this. Because I think it's probably the best performance from, like, a child actor if she's kind of within that range for this film, I can think of. Because uh, she just fully sells it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's few child actors who could do that smile thing she does. Yeah. Like, oh, when yeah. she comes out of the, oh, so the good. hut. <laughs> yeah, she I just... loved how everyone was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> but you buy it it's freaky yeah. Yeah, she was like 12 or 13 it's like the only time she smiles in the whole movie um how old is she she's like i think yeah, she like, yeah she was 12 or 13 in it she's 40 now so she yeah, yeah she was 12 or 13 when it came Born out in 1980 yeah yeah she does like i think just she's able to like i think she a lot of child actors kind of like maybe struggle to convey that they're considering something without just outright saying it like not not not, not to like not to roast these like children but <laughs> get them <laughs> but i think, I think it's like it, it's impressive that she can just kind of she really she always really conveys that she's kind of like in control of the situation and she's yeah. plotting something yeah. and she knows something that they don't like she definitely understands her character a lot um yeah executes it so well yeah i feel like she was she was like i was gonna say she's set up to be like the new winona rider but i guess this was only this was kind of semi during winona rider's peak right 
Yeah, and she's a bit younger than Winona Ryder. Uh, there's a movie called Mermaids, which I don't like very much, but a lot of people really like, where she plays uh, Winona Ryder's, like, kid sister. Ah, uh, that checks out, yeah. Uh. So they were, yeah, kind of of the same generation, but they're, they're quite a bit. There's a bit of an yeah. age difference. What's, yeah. she, what's she up to now? What's she been in recently? I feel like she might even have retired or something. Or maybe, you know, you hit... 40 or whatever and you stop yeah. stop getting those parts oh i will say some, been... something that i liked from the from the 2000s she was in i really used to like the film penelope when i was little <laughs> she have a pig nose? yeah the pig nose film that's a very weird one never seen that she's good in um the ang lee film the ice storm she's still a kid at that point really good in that well i'm just looking at what she she was in like Averaging like two or three films a year up until 2000. She was in four films in 2003. And how many films is it here? She was in like seven films in 1998. Oh my God. Wow. That's intense. Like, no wonder she's like. Oh, wow. Fear and Loathing. Yeah. Yeah, Buffalo Season. Small Soldiers. Yes. Didn't know she was in Small Soldiers. <laughs> oh. The one with the Small film. Soldiers? <laughs> oh, the one, I love that. The one, one. with the soldiers was small. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little, the little guys, you know. Yeah. Oh, she's in one of the Great Simpsons episodes, Summer of Four Foot Two. Oh, that's she is. Episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Ah, oh, she's in, she's in some good stuff. And, and Casper, also, I feel like can't forget Casper because she's kind of. Oh yeah, she's yeah. doing the whole like ooky spooky thing again. You guys know she's also in Speed Racer. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, I just looked at her. I think filmography. that's the last thing. I just I saw yeah. Her. What were you gonna say? Speed I think Racer? that's the last thing I saw her in Speed Racer. Yeah. Well, well I just looked at her in, filmography, um... and uh, turns out um, the the song in uh, the credits of Adam's Family was not by MC Hammer. That was the one in the first one. The song oh. uh, in the Adam's Family is by Tag Team. You saw that on her filmography? <laughs> yeah, because she's in the music video for Adam's Family, uh, ah. Brackets, Woomp, uh, uh, by Tag Team. Oh, that's why you thought it was the Space Jam thing, Funky. Because they were saying... They were, they were saying... They were saying Woomp. There, there it is. is. Yeah. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like Tag Team did, in fact, make Woomp. There it is. Oh! Wow! <laughs> Yeah, Woomp was just in uh You could just say Woomp whatever. Oh my gosh. They had another song featuring Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy titled Woomp There It Went. (laughs) 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 Is that like a Woomp There It Will Be? (laughs) (laughs) And then Woomp It Always Has Been. Adam, you didn't say that this is off of the Mickey Mouse unwrapped album. Wraps <laughs> <laughs> twelve songs. What? The Woomp was inside you all along. Nice. <laughs> the Woomp was the friends you made along the way. <laughs> but, but come to think of it, the Adams Family song that they do is just them saying "Woomp, there it is," and then saying the Adams Family. <laughs> I think I, I think mean they're not wrong. Like the film did just end, you know. Like, yep, yeah, there it is, that, you know. That Adam's is family. Where they were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They should have done Woomp There It Went then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the end of the. No, movie. but it's like you just presented the thing, and then you're like, "There it is. Look, you just saw it." Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think tag is. team should make a comeback 
<laughs> uh, with a song called Woomp, Here We Are. <laughs> so, so these are just all remixes of their popular song. That's very cool. I respect that. I mean, like, maybe maybe in the Adams Family like animated one, they should have been like, Woomp, back again. <laughs> back at it Sai should have done different Gangnam styles for different films Ooh, yeah. that's, that's the universe no, we, we could be living this in trend. oh it's too late now I think he's I think he could do it really you wouldn't be excited at the end of Aquaman <laughs> it was like called like Aquaman style or something <laughs> I, mi- I miss I miss I probably talked about this on the podcast before but I love how movies in the 90s all ended with a pop song that was just like kind of about the movie <laughs> yeah that stuff rules I, I i wish that was back yeah i miss that too will smith was the king of that yeah will smith did that yeah. in a bunch of his movies i mean speaking of sonnenfeld he did that in wild wild west oh great song better than the movie better than the movie really good song i think i think yeah i think that's fair that's a fair comment I'm just, I'm trying but to... But that song samples like eight other songs. <laughs> Do you all want to hear something as well that I just found out about uh, songs in Adam's Family Values? Oh, tell us. Yes. Yeah, go on. <laughs> American popular singer Michael Jackson was supposed to feature a song in the film called Adam's Groove slash Family Thing. The song <laughs> is mostly rumored to have been removed due to the child sexual abuse allegations against Jackson. God. But in reality, it was because of contractual differences with Paramount Pictures. The song so is, is that, since is that why there's the joke? The so joke that might is be, so weird. Yeah, that might be the the joke, I guess. That seems like you need quite a level Ugh. of like production knowledge to understand the joke, though. That seems that seems excessive, honestly. Like, like they're just banking on everyone having like very closely followed the production cycle of Andy's family <laughs> values, and they'll be like, ah, yeah, I made, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when they made it, like uh, he was, you know, he was still he was going to have the song in the credits. And so it was supposed to be like a funny nod because, you know, he's still in the movie. Yeah. uh, Without him, without the song, it's just weird. Yeah, definitely. I love the idea of like a dad turning to his kids in the theater and going, don't worry, it was actually about contractual issues. (laughs) (laughs) The joke. Oh my gosh. Were you going to say something, Funky? I cut you off. Um, I, No, I think I forgot about it. One sec. Let me check my notes. No. no I, it's okay. It's okay. Give me one oh, sec. No. I will say the, the other best scene in the film is the uh, the dance scene with Morticia and Gomez. That's oh, a yeah. great That's a great musical oh, yeah, moment. Good. I think it would have been improved by the use of Adam's family woomph, but like they, they worked <laughs> with what they had, you know? I love their commitment to lighting Morticia's eyes the same way the entire time. Oh yeah, like how yeah. much it's effort like was that? Show. Like it's a very cool effect. Yeah. <laughs> um I think Yeah, that feels like Debbie that also. feels like the kind oh, of thing sorry. it's like uh I don't know. That, that that could be the kind of great character detail that Sonnenfeld picked up from being a DP. It's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Those eye lights and then let's really exaggerate it to for freaking uh, you know, great effect. Why are you doing that thing where you you sound like you're making a bad point? It's a great point. Yeah, Thanks. definitely. You don't have to make a joke at it. You're right. Okay. Well, it's a great observation. More, it wasn't that I thought it wasn't a good point. It's that I started my sentence as if I was gonna have another point, but then I had no follow up. 
And honestly, I should have ended when I was still going strong. I do this too often. <laughs> no, I no. I say the one point, it's... where I say the one point, good point. Then I think, you know what would be awesome is if I double up and have another good it point. It happens. But then I have no follow-up. <laughs> you really don't have to explain it. I think, yeah, I think that, that your point is definitely true about the DP work. Also, just love how consistent it is. Like, all the time, it's just like, right on the eyes. It's perfect. I think we should talk Debbie. Yes. Debbie's got a lot going on. Let's talk Debbie. Yeah. Especially going back to your your School of Rock-based discourse name, like on a conscious <laughs> level, you know? Like she's got... These are the two roles that I know Joan Cusack most for. We've got Debbie and we've got the principal. So... Yeah. I think they share an energy, though. But... <laughs> Jesse the Yodelin cowgirl. Oh, true, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. Great performance. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah, she's really. I, that's my favorite character in uh, the yeah. Toy Story. Like you're just briefly going back to what we were saying earlier as well. That's something else that unites unites Toy Story and the Adams Family. You got like the second film has Joan Cusack, and also the second film <laughs> is based on them saying, okay, so what if this character from the first film was just relentlessly horny? <laughs> It's how all I'm great unsure. sequels come about. That is, is that true. Woody? Is that true? No, like, no, no Buzz. Just, I'm just, I'm just making this up. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh. No, but actually, Buzz yeah, actually, that, Buzz that actually that is. Joke, so I wasn't there. No, but Buzz gets yeah. it's it's very weird. I mean, Buzz gets changed to like his Spanish setting, and then he's. Oh, just, but that's like, in three. Yeah, well, there's the bit uh, where he like he like pops the wing boner when he's like when he sees Jesse do the loop de loop thing at the end of Toy Story two. Oh, pretty sure he's Spanish in three. I don't but he gets changed. No, no, you're no, you're right. But he gets changed in, in the, the second, second one. There's one two buzzes. Well. Oh, there's two there's buzzes. Two? Maybe it was just like the new factory buzz who was like, yeah, really horny for Jesse. <laughs> I swear that happens. <laughs> uh, that probably does happen. I don't. I don't remember. You know, they all blurred into one for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, regardless, the, both they are both sequels that feature a character from a previous film being horny for Joan Cusack. That we can all agree <laughs> on. What a great actor! Yeah. What a great. Yeah, she's she's, she's really very good. good. She's so good as Debbie. So much like presence, like just it's interesting as well because I've I've heard other people say that it almost feels like at the end of the film she should just kind of like become an Adams it's kind of weird that she's even at odds with them because she sort of seems like she would be one of them almost mm -hmm. like right. she's like does the whole yeah. thing where it's like where did you get like my, like my mother's ring was like she was buried with it and then she like gets the shovel and she like dug the grave yeah, to get yeah, the yeah. ring and it's like that's like such an Adams thing to do but the Adams aren't like manipulative in that way they're like very upfront with uh you know we'll just do some some violent shit um, yeah, but you know but you're gonna like, know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, uh, I mean, the big thing with Debbie, especially at the end, was really highlighting her privilege and how like she was really angry about not getting what was it like? Oh, uh, the Barbie. Yeah, the she. Yeah, they got her ballerina. Yeah, like yeah. the wrong color thing, and that's just like very not at odds, or that's very at odds with the Adams. Yeah, definitely. And the pastels. Yeah, yeah, yeah pastels. <laughs> well, yeah, she that's manipulated <laughs> Fester, but pastels. I think pastels. if she introduced herself as a serial killer, the relationship would have went better. Yeah, personally. if she was just like, <laughs> I am a nanny and also a serial killer. 
That would have been great. That would have been incredible. Yeah. They would be like, oh boy. Like, Fantastic. Nice. Excitement. Like, she could, like, bond with her. It's funny, like, the whole lady killer acquitted thing. Like, she's there when, like, he says that yeah. and seems kind he of taken it. aback. And it's like, but Debbie, you're also a murderer. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> But that's, you know, she, but she's unused she, to... If she were Sorry. to just accept who she is, <laughs> then I think she could fit in, you know, she could fit in really well with the Adams. Yeah. Because that's what we're saying. It's like the Adams, the Adams uh, are comfortable with who they are. Yeah. If she could just kind of be comfortable with them, then I think she she could just stay with Festa, you know. I don't even think it would be that much of an issue. Other than the fact that she yeah. just blatantly doesn't love him, which we'll just put aside, you know. Yeah. That's another <laughs> issue, though. I- ignoring well, that She's part of the family. She doesn't have to marry Fester. They're clearly not, you know. <laughs> yeah, she can just be their na- be the kid's nanny still and just live with them and just lo- chill out, you know. Yeah. I love that Morticia is like, um, you've turned Fester into an idiot, and I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, she sees a kindred spirit. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful moment. Yeah, I will say the only disadvantage of this film as well is that Gomez doesn't really get as many moments as he does in the first film, but the bit yes. in the police yeah, station is really incredible. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> His whole monologue is so great. Should we explain it oh, for Julia anyone who so hasn't, hasn't seen it? It's Gomez. Sorry? You, you, can you explain it for anyone who hasn't seen it, Sebi? You're you're good at explaining scenes. Oh, thank you. Uh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> we they go to the, the police station. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the Adams family, goes to the police station to report uh, about how uh, Fester is being manipulated um, by Debbie. And Gomez is horrified by how normal she's made him. And that's what he keeps focusing on. So the police don't see what the problem is. Two hilarious results. <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. It he's is actually like, funny, uh, though. Yeah, he's like, he's like my, oh, my brother has married a beautiful, wealthy woman. Yeah. And he's trapped in a web of sexuality from which there is no escape. And it's, is it Nathan Lane who's the police officer, actually? Who's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it sounds terrible. Like... <laughs> It's great. Oh, Raul so Julia is such a perfect Gomez. Yeah, he's so, so great. He's so Rest good. in peace, best Gomez. Mm-hmm. I saw him in um, uh, another movie recently, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola film, One from the Heart. Mm. Are you good? It? He was really good in it. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, <laughs> good actor. Yeah. I sadly only know him from Street Fighter, which he's also great in famously great in a movie only did because his kids wanted him to and he was dying is he the charge he the movie for them sorry he's uh he's the the Dictator. villain he's m bison yeah the hmm? the the day i destroyed your he's village so funny in that movie was the worst day of your life for me it was a tuesday guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn. he's oh he's so great in that movie that was wild we should do Street i actually Fighter. think that movie is pretty good we should do Street Fighter. But Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat are some of the good uh, video game movies out there. I think a lot of... People still uh, shit on Street Fighter. It's funny. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, I, I wish they had more There's got to be other good video game movies. Ooh. Ralph Breaks the Internet. We could do a video game movies <laughs> That movie series. sucks. I, I God, I, I, I can't stand <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet. It, it made me mad. It's frustrating, Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, it's because the first one's good and then the second one's like, okay, but like Amazon's pretty great though, right? What if we sold out completely <laughs> and yeah, made a movie like about Yeah, like relentlessly. 
And I love it when he's when he's looking at like the mean comments as well, and they're like, "Rouse an idiot," and it's like, "Oh man, like I'm, I can't <laughs> I imagine." I want to know what what is he looking at when like the camera turns back to his face and he's looking upset. Like, do you reckon they're just <laughs> that's when all the actual like horrible stuff comes through that he would get commented, you know, like that they cannot show. My God, I I didn't see that movie, but it the trailer pissed me off so much when there's a scene where he's talking to a character and he's like we need to find the craziest place on the internet where is the craziest place on the internet and it's like disney.com oh yeah that's the craziest place on the it's internet it's just them like flexing all the all the properties they own it's like look there's the star yeah. wars section and the princesses section and it's like yeah they put all yeah, the disney it. characters we know in get it yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, not a good film. Super Mario Bros. is a good video game film. Yeah, I I will say I got one of the the highlights of my writing career was I got I got a message from. Are you aware of the Super Mario Brothers the movie archive? No, it is it know. is a website no. run by uh, the most passionate Super Mario Brothers the movie fan of all time, and. <laughs> They he awesome. contacted Donkey me. Um, <laughs> he contacted me, being like, "Would you be interested in making, like, writing an article about, like, an essay about the film?" And I was like, "I oh would be honored. That would be wow. incredible." It's like it just this this singular this like one second. I'm just I'm just getting up the website because it's it's so beautiful. Send um, the link too. I want to read yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, me too. Bowser was right. SM, it's smbmovie.com. Um, SMB movie. Yeah. Um, but they just, they just like, they just keep track of all of the associated media of it, like pre production, post production. They've interviewed cast members. They're just like, just really, really into it. Um, it's intense. I think it's on the special features section in the editorials. I wrote, uh, yeah, I wrote an essay about uh, the gross tactility. <laughs> Because I was like, I can't let this guy down. It's like, I think it's Ryan Haas, that's who he is. Oh, Ryan cool. Haas. And he just loves this film. More wow. so than anyone has ever loved a film, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done anything that's since awesome. August 15th, 2019, though. I hope they come back. Oh, I, well, I will say that every time, if you ever post a tweet mentioning Super Mario Bros. the movie, they will find it and they will like it and retweet it. Like if you ever tweet something what? about it, he will find it. Like, it's great. Wow, I like that dedication. Yeah, yeah. they just really like. Like, I couldn't say no to a, like such a sincere site. You know, they just run it because they love this film <laughs> so much, more so than anybody. Like, yeah, my favorite thing cool. as well was when the uh, the Sonic trailer came out, and they were like writing about that, and it's like reigniting the rivalry. That was great. Reigniting like rivalry <laughs> through like both having really shitty movies. <laughs> Though I heard the film turned out okay, it was when it was like the horrible, disgusting trailer. <laughs> I might have and... said this on the podcast before, but if movie theaters don't reopen um, or fall apart or whatever, the last movie I'll have ever seen in theaters was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> That's pretty. I... <laughs> That's okay. Oh god, I will. I've got to admit something terrible here. I, the last, I'm pretty sure the last film I've ever seen in a cinema is uh, my second viewing of After We Collided. 
What's that? You so you know yeah. that you know those films that got made out of Harry Styles fan fiction. What? No, I didn't want oh that. Oh my existed. god, you guys need to look into this. They're in, um they changed his name to Hardin Scott for obvious reasons, but it's about this girl who meets him and they're like at college and they like fall he's oh, a like bad a boy movie. and they fall in wow. love. But it's just it's based on fan fiction and like so blatantly based on fan fiction. And the sequel came out and the first film, I think, was PG-13. The sequel got rated R, and there has never been more unnecessary sex <laughs> scenes in a film than in this weird fan fiction <laughs> Harry Styles film. Oh, God. And I saw it with one friend, because I was like, this might be the kind of thing you find funny. And we did. And then another one of her friends was like, wait, what's this? And we were like, okay, I can't say no. And we went again. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure that was the last time I was in a cinema. It's directed by Roger Cumble. Yeah. What a name. God, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's I think oh and um one of the Sprouses is in it and he's the only one who knows what film he's in and it's great. He what well, like is he like breaking the fourth wall or just like He's he just kind he's of like that. he's just like kind of the only normal one. It's really okay. incredible. Like he's <laughs> there's a bit where he's cuz it's like hard and keeps like ruining her life with his bad boy antics. And he's like her friend and he's talking to her on the phone and then he ends up, he gets like passed over to Harden and he's just stood with his hands on his hips and he says like, I think you're toxic and I think you're bad news. <laughs> and it's just really great. Like, he's the only one who knows that it's just entirely ridiculous. I think... Would be great if he was like Deadpool and he was talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, my God. Yeah. Oh, and Selma Blair's in it for about 30 seconds, and you can tell. No. I, I'm pretty certain that she recorded her lines just from home, like from her office, because you only ever see her once in like a <laughs> FaceTime call. She's quite sick, isn't she? Selma Blair? Yeah, I think she, I think, is it is it lupus that she has? I think she has MS. Oh, MS, yeah. So, it, like, honestly, like, I'm, she secured the bag, and I'm very happy for her. <laughs> like. <laughs> No, I'm very, I'm very happy. Um, for it. <laughs> are we ready for our scores? Uh, sure. Nice. What, okay. what do we, what do, do we rate out of? I feel like we, we've already gone down Whack Actor Avenue. I was just about to bring that segment. up. Segment we haven't. Covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, well, any Chris else? So you case. guys wanna? Huh? The Chris Crescent in this case, because it's. it's oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh right, and Chris. I think we already went down Chris Crescent. Um, I mean, Christopher Lloyd, we, we didn't, he's, he was, yeah, we talked about Fester, I guess. He's okay. He's good. I think he's, I think it's a good performance. I yeah. just don't think the character's written very well. Yeah. I think he's, he's nailed like the voice, the voice, the Fester voice is kind of iconic at this point. The horrible yeah. I've never Fester seen voice. the show. Has, <laughs> has anyone seen the show? Zoe, have you seen the I've the seen clips show? of it. Uh, the, he kind of has, he definitely has a different vibe in the show. The show's just generally a lot more kind of sitcom-y. I think the characters are kind right. of like... I think they're somehow hammed up a little less. To me, at least. Just because they're not in this context where there's like the insane production design and stuff. I think they just... I right. think the films go a little further. Mm. I've, I've seen the rip-off show The Monsters a few times. <laughs> that was a great theme song. It would be on TV either. sometimes when I was a kid. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. The monsters. Yeah, because they're all like yeah, different types monsters. of monsters. Why are they called the monsters, though? Like, why... How did that come about? Because <laughs> they're uh, different types of, of monsters. Funny. Like, oh, did they think the monsters the would be family. too boring? So they were like, okay, the monsters, that'll do. 
This is the same. I think thing. what There's happened. No Jurassic. I think oh, what happened with the monsters was, uh, uh, you know, they were trying to brainstorm, right? They wrote down the monsters, and then accidentally, <laughs> while they were leaning against the whiteboard, they, you know, erased the top of the O. <laughs> and they were like, "We got it." And they put a dollar sign through the S. Ooh. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, it was gonna be. And the then they monster. did the monsters. Woomph! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I sent an image of the monsters. I love um, that there's just this one normal woman. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. what's really drawing my attention. Like, what happened? Is yeah. She... <laughs> what is? Th- Wait, where did you send In it? Discord? So this is like a family of different kinds of monsters. Yeah. There's like a there's like a a a, a vampire, a, a Frankenstein. I guess the kids look like they're probably vampires. I think the kids like a werewolf. Right. I think the sons. Oh, are oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure. So the parents are how vampires. Did, how did this happen? <laughs> I just remember uh, the dad was named Herman Munster because there's a Jurassic 5 line where Tuna, who's like a really lanky rapper and really tall, calls himself the verbal Herman Munster. <laughs> wow. Which I always That's really good. That's really good. God, even honestly, Wikipedia is even kind of owning the monsters here. On the Wikipedia page for Herman Munster, it says Herman Munster is a fictional character in the CBS sitcom The Munsters, originally played by Fred Gwynn, the patriarch of the Munster household. Herman is an entity much like Frankenstein's monster, comparable to Lurch on the show's competitor, The Adams oh, Family. Wow, wow. You can't do that. That's in the first paragraph. In the f- yes. Before they even show the that? picture. Brutal. Pit two powerful Frankenstein's against each other. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? They, they're both kings. Leave them alone. They are. Fred Gwynn yeah. actually, I I really like him. He's in um my cousin Vinny. He plays the judge, and he's like really good. Mm. A good actor. Oh, he's in Pet Cemetery. Mm. He's a really freaky looking guy. No Who, wait, which one was that? <laughs> he played Herman Munster. Okay. I like that there's always a future for you in Hollywood if you're either beautiful or just like really weird looking in a very specific way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm just um, lost in photos of the monsters. Do we want to give our scores? <laughs> how how uh, we how do we score? What's like the the system? So we use um a wackometer. Nice. Um we've been building it for a while. Very scientific. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, we Rate it on a scale of one to five, or zero to five, I guess. But uh, lowest being not that whack, highest being whack. AF. Whack can mean whatever you want. Nice. Well, I think you can argue that the atoms themselves are pretty whack, just in in several senses <laughs> of the word. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like a. I think I'll go with a four on the whackometer. We've already established the film is not perfect by any means, but I think it's. It's as as harboring several incredible Hollywood Chris's and also just <laughs> being very funny on several levels. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to. Uh, is Would it just be whack, but not whack AF then? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's whack. It's whack. whack. Yeah, sure. It is whack. That's a four. Yeah. Can, yeah. I'll conclude by saying, is it whack? It is whack. It is. Which sounds um, very, very wrong in my accent. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> Um, we okay. I think I'm gonna second that uh, for just because there's so many Chris's. It's Chris full in this, and it's also <laughs> whack. 
So I'm I'm very down for this choice. I think it hit well. Nice, thank you. I'm I'm very glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I I did not realize that none of you had seen it. Like that surprised me. No, but I felt like I saw it because I said I saw all the screenshots and stuff. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> so you're very aware of it. Yeah, but it was different That's, than I, I thought was, it was going to be, and I like. Yeah, it. I was really excited to see it because I did watch the first one a couple months ago and a couple months days ago. Uh, <laughs> not funny. Okay, I'm gonna move on. It's I'm just gonna funny give... to say monster. <laughs> I think we should keep saying That's monster. Funny word. <laughs> it's a good word. I w- you did great. I'll, I'll echo the four as well. Uh, yeah, pretty whack. You know, it's it's one of those movies I love, which is just uh, so many jokes, a mile a minute, so many cool uh, visual gags and 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 awesome, you know, production design and and uh, yeah, you know, a pretty good, uh, pretty good movie. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of good performances and uh, had a great time watching it. So, oh, uh, I'm what, what did Jerry four. Seinfeld think? What did I'm Jerry gonna think give it a four. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll force that four. Ooh, very nice. weird Excellent. for a family film. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think any family film that kind of like tries to tries to push. Like in an odd direction, I will always have a lot of time for. You know that scene where she throws uh, the radio where uh, into Fester's Tub? bath. Yeah, that was yeah, actually that was scary. scary. Yeah, the shot of her flashing lights and things. In the history of cinema. Yeah, Adam, it's one of the scariest. Is it scarier than the the Incredibles two? Don't you don't even. That's such a scary scene with the screen slaver. <laughs> oh, that's so scary. Why would you even mention that? What stuff? happens in that movie? Oh, don't even mention it. It's so scary. <laughs> oh, I will. You're I will okay? actually. I'll warn you if you if you, if any of you do decide to watch Sleepaway Camp, which I do believe it was on YouTube for a while. It is pretty spooky. It's like actually uh... actually quite spooky, especially at the end. There, at the end, you're either gonna Scarier you're gonna go Incredibles. one of two directions at the ending. You're either gonna think it's really stupid, or you're gonna like actually be haunted by the image. So, just as a warning, you know. Okay. Wait, wait. You you said it's it's spooky. Is it altogether ooky? It's kind of kooky. You might say it's kooky. <laughs> okay. Wait, so... Um... Da-da-da-dum. <laughs> Does that just make it a four? I guess it's just a four. Yeah, just a yeah. standard four. Yeah, four. Dang, has that ever happened? I just don't... Or even <laughs> Have I unified you guys somehow? <laughs> We're never unified. <laughs> nice. Well, I think there's a bit of a rivalry on the podcast. Um, sometimes. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Between who and who? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say any names. <laughs> okay. But it is good to see a, a round number. Four. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's actually like, What what's ranked the highest so far in the history of the podcast? We only had okay. one five, uh, which was Southland Tales. Oh okay. yes. Oh yeah, but that was just me and Adam. <laughs> no, Funke, Funke gave it a five also. Oh, nice. So you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. That one was a, a dream. I literally, I don't know if I watched that for a while, but I it was so much to comprehend in that time. <laughs> Did I t- tell you guys my mom bought me the three-hour version? What? She ordered it for me Hell, for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Send your send your parents my love. I miss them. It's been such a long time. <laughs> oh yes, I will. Thank you. <laughs> I will. 
<laughs> Likewise. I will do. <laughs> huh. um, well, what's had the lowest rating out of anything? The least whacked movie? We've... Yeah. Maybe The, the firm, firm or something? I... But I... Oh, yeah, probably The Firm. Oh, okay. But I threw, I intentionally threw the numbers on The Firm by giving it a five. <laughs> you so did. have you seen The Firm? I have not. What is The Firm about? It's about an evil law firm and Tom Cruise has to stop them and I love it. <laughs> and everyone else thought it was boring. <laughs> I didn't think I it was, was okay. boring. In what way evil? What's their scheme? It takes a minute. They're overbilling. <laughs> Damn. That's pretty evil. You explaining it is not doing a lot of work for it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they had some kind of like plot to imprison someone or something. Not like just like, yeah, they charge too much i think it kind of seems like there's gonna it kind of seems like there's gonna be like a stepford wives thing bring you know that film that you mentioned earlier but uh yeah then it just turns out to be billing or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i love the toxic workplace culture they have a bad workplace culture (laughs) they do i love how serious he is in that the true evil it is yeah Yeah, if yeah truly what were you gonna say, Funky? Um, I, I was gonna say, oh snap! Uh, I forget everything I say two seconds after. No! <laughs> I said, uh, I'm going back in time. Toxic workplace culture, overbilling. It's the true evil. Oh, I love how uh, serious he is in that because he made me like kind of <laughs> care about the billing and stuff. But then I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like this, these issues seem minuscule uh but we have like a full hour and a half of firm talk if anyone is loving this we can make it a regular segment go listen to the other episode <laughs> yeah you, co- you compare the film that we've just talked about to the firm so how does yes. how does adam's family values stack up against the firm Ooh. uh no one jumps into a big cotton truck no that is a definite disadvantage no wilford brimley uh, no scenes of him doing paperwork. But can I ask you, Seb, whether is the firm is the firm spooky? Is it kooky oh. and is it ooky? Oh, oh, no! There's no lurch. Yeah. No. See, there we are. That's what that's what holds it back from perfection. Everyone's hand is attached to their body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there? Is that's I've never really thought about the body that the thing came from. <laughs> Where is it? Maybe I don't know. I don't even care to speculate. I think it was just hand. Um How does this movie end? Whoa, 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 wait a second. What? We, we have to give our the... thank yous. Get a yeah. Oh yeah. So uh 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 you know you can go to at insomniac fest on Instagram insomniac underscore fest on uh, Twitter insomniacfestival.com any of those places you can learn more about us thank you to uh, Emma Kudlack for the logo Ian Mills for the music thank you uh, I have a shout I think out. I already shouted out Ari on another episode but you know he told me he's been listening and I told him I'd shout him out so shout out Ari I have a shout out Thanks, for Ari. Ryan. Um, Ryan was in my uh, Twitch stream. I was streaming Metal Gear Solid, and Ryan was like, "Thanks for going on Letterboxd again." (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. It's fun. Also, good night, Ryan. Good night, Ryan. To say, oh yeah, good night, Ryan. 
So we, we thank our individual listeners because we can still we're still at a level that we can do that. Yeah. We like to have an intimate connection with them all. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna do that no matter what level we get to. If we ever, you know, break, it's gonna break be half big, the show. Yeah. We're gonna thank every single person. 16 hour episodes I'm fine with it yeah well I mean I'll, I'll, I'll preemptively I'll preemptively thank Adam because I'll I'll be forcing my, my boyfriend Adam to listen to this at some point in the future so he will hear this oh, so thank he you, can Adam. thank, thank you, you Adam hello mysterious British Adam yeah hmm. coincidence British Adam yeah whoa <laughs> there's Adams in Britain yeah I know I think right? so <laughs> oh, I want to. This is one thing I for, I wanted to say, but I forgot um, that uh, the Adams family movies did a lot for Adams everywhere. And as an Adam, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Yeah, yeah really I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to ask ask my boyfriend Adam. I could call him up right now, and we can. I can just thank him in person. He's like just downstairs. One moment. <gasps> Oh, really? Can you ask him if he what he if he thinks the Adams family movies did a lot for Adams everywhere? I will do. Did they help the cause? I'll get him involved for just one moment. Adam! Oh, this is exciting. You come up. <laughs> international guest. Yeah, you got another international guest here. It's yeah. Ah! Very exciting. Our second one. <laughs> Our second Adam. I think yeah. he's on he's on his way up. Adam. The international Adam. Leaving the international dog downstairs <laughs> because he will probably he'll probably bark. It's probably not worth it. I thought you were gonna say leaving the international Adam station. <laughs> <laughs> here he here he comes. Oh no, the dog is also here, but I'll shut him up. Uh I will I will put him on and you can he can talk about whether the Adams family has made an impact on him as an Adam. One moment. Oh, this is a scoop. Oh, here we go. New regular segment. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi, Hi Adam. Hi. How's Hi. It going? How are you? <gasps> I'm alright, thank you. Not so bad. What Adam's family? Yeah, has it made an impact to you as an Adam? I think very yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I I hadn't really I hadn't really seen it until uh, Zoe showed me the uh the yeah, films neither, they hadn't seen any of the films but um i think especially um uh it's called fester but, well said <laughs> roast in fester so what <laughs> you can, i, I like you can't, i like the performance mm-hmm. oh well <laughs> sorry to 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 have offended you no, I, so oh, soon I mean, into our first meeting i mean it's okay each to their own i guess but uh <laughs> Festa. No. But you're saying you'd never seen it, but as soon as you saw it, you felt its impact throughout your life. Oh, you saw what it did. <laughs> I, I would say that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, you're on the record now. Thank my life my life completely changed. <laughs> I saw what I saw what retroactively I could have been, you know. <laughs> In who? Uncle Uncle Fester. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't go down that path of Uncle uh, I mean, no I mean, yeah, I mean, it would be quite a different path for my life, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I'm glad I got the opportunity to see, you know, just just how different my own life could have been. It's like a sliding doors moment. Yeah. 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 
What if I shave my head and put light bulbs in my mouth? Exactly. <laughs> Everything could be so different. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, as a fellow Adam, uh, just speaking Adam to Adam here, I completely uh, understand how you feel. Uh, but I feel like I didn't recognize like what an impact the Adams family had already made in my life. No. Um, uh, uh, until I watched it, just knowing that, yeah, you know what? There, uh, there are other Adams out there. And uh, they're living great lives, and that bring break, brought me a lot of joy as a as an Adam. Um, you're not alone. You were not alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if, if to me, I I'm not an Adam, but I it did affect me. It made me realize Tread carefully. Here. It, it made me realize <laughs> that like the world is small, kind of like an Adam. Wow, because there's a lot of wow. Adams everywhere. Did it make you, um, did it not make you want to join the, the club? Uh, eventually, I did look into getting a name change. <laughs> eventually, but that's it's down the road. Uh, well, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us, Adam. That's okay. Uh, I'll stick Zobak on. Um, Our second international guest. It's wow. amazing talking to you. Yeah, no, thank you. Truly. Thank you for having me. Uh, I always relish an opportunity to uh, talk about the old squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bye bye then. I'll stick Zoe back on. Right, bye bye. Good to meet you. Nice <laughs> yeah, so we we have an opinion there from like an actual uh, an actual international Adam. So just yeah. to, to finish things off, yeah. The guild. <laughs> this is a good. great episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did we say all of our shoutouts and everything? Anyone have anything? I believe so. Oh, oh, next week, uh, we're a uh, long-awaited guest, uh, EC, uh, long-time oh, wow. supporter of the show. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Finally going to come on to talk about, uh, hold on, I forget what it's called, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's going to be, I guess, the end of our uh, Chris at Wax series. So, Zoe, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank yeah, you really for inviting me. I am so ex- I'm happy to be part of the is it the is it whack family now. You yes, you all have to you all have to as cousin Zoe, oh, yeah. you all you're all obliged to deal with me now because I've been involved. So thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, so very, great. We gotta have you on for another episode. I'd be very yeah, up definitely. for that. Yeah, talk about another film. Very on board for that. Especially what? because yeah. England is currently in a full blown lockdown again. So talking to other humans pretty pretty cool pretty good time <laughs> underrated yeah definitely <laughs> it yeah it's a great thing yeah <laughs> talking to other humans other than adam who you just spoke to and my dog who is currently sat on me Ooh, arguably not a human but i mean you, you haven't you haven't <laughs> so, met this dog he's well. pretty he's pretty human Ooh. <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know how does uh, how does this movie end uh, it ends with the with the oh, stare. Oh, I think we I know how it ends. Yeah, with the with uh, the hand coming out and getting the getting the boy and Wednesday grinning, and I thought that he was perhaps murdered, but probably not. But after that, after that, does after anything that, happen a after certain, that? Uh, group, a certain group, uh, you know, shares their opinion on what we've just witnessed. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh yes, what was it a called? Certain, a certain rap group. <laughs> Adam, uh, I forgot. <laughs> Whoop! Adam's family. There Whoop, it is. Adam's family. <laughs> Whoop! There it is. Can you just start doing that at the end of every episode? Just start shouting. Whoop! There Whack. it is. 
Oomp, there it Black is. There it is. is. Say whatever. There it is. European art film. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that sounds awful in my accent. Whoop, there it is. Does not work with a with a northern English accent. <laughs> Very embarrassing. <laughs> it's good. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Bye bye. <laughs> thank you. Bye. bye. <laughs>